welcome back to the Heirs of Christ. I'm Pastor Paige. And I'm Pastor Megan. It's so good to be back with you guys today. Yes. We are on our 12th episode. Yeah. And this is an episode unlike what we've done mm-hmm. the last 10, because our very first episode was sort of our introduction of what we were going to do. So this is sort of the bookend yeah. of that. It's, it's a recap. Yeah, it's our postscript. I mean, this would be our our era's tour, right? Yes. Our re-release? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. No, that's if we go back and re-redo the first right. season. Which we had to do a time or two. Yes. Yeah, we, we have learned that technology is a great thing when it's on our side. Yes. So <laughs> we wanted to just kind of chat with you all um, one last time for this season. Yeah. Uh, and talk about what we've learned, how we've grown, um, our, some of our favorites, maybe some recurring themes that we saw, uh, where we go from here. Yeah, some things that we've been wanting to do, but are like, that needs to be its own episode. Right, and right. And that fun stuff will come towards the end, so stick around for yeah. that. So um, we have both learned a lot. Yes. Uh, about each other, about how to make podcasts <laughs> the proper place to put your microphone to and not get all the sounds not to wear your apple watch while you're doing it because sometimes we like to hit our hand on the table or problems with the apple watch as the starting to record yes or stopping to record during the middle of an episode <laughs> and us not realizing it and finishing a whole episode and going why is this 50 minute episode only two minutes right and <laughs> Oh, microphones being charged. Yes, yes. Also, we recorded a whole episode. Why is there no sound? I mean, there was one that perhaps we recorded three times. Uh, we're not going to tell you which one that was. Uh, yep. And ended up, you know, having to record it the next day. Yeah, because by the time we were both ready, because as you know, we're pastors, mm-hmm. so we have other things that are part of our jobs. And sometimes on Wednesday nights, we have activities that we have to go and do. And then by the time you're done with that activity, you're just like, my creative juices are done. Right. I can't do anything. We are not going to be proud of what we put out. So I bet if you can go back and look and see what episode was released on a different day, you will figure out what episode was recorded three different times. Three different times. Or at least we did it three different times because they weren't recorded. Correct. But, you know, there's that thing with threes, you know? I guess. We just needed to do a trinity of one episode. And the episode that it is is just really hysterical that that's the episode it was. Right, right. <laughs> and, you know, it's been also a journey in us, you know, yeah. getting to know each other again mm-hmm. after having not worked close together. And yeah. I have certainly appreciated your patience when we've had technology fails. Uh-huh. Uh, because my background is in electronic media production. So, friends, I do a lot of the production work, the yes, post-production. Yes, we are so thankful for. And Megan does a lot of the pre-planning because she's way better at that than I am. Yes. A lot of the graphics we do, the two of us, co- like, we've decided the color scheme for this season mm-hmm. of what it's going to be. And, you know, we're the ones that took the pictures together and all that sort of stuff. You know, yeah, because there's... I think I knew how much work there was to do for a podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't think I really realized how much work there was to do before you hit record. Right. Yeah. The you pre-work. Know. There's a lot yeah. to do to prep. And it's, I mean, some of it is us listening to the albums. Such a week. hard thing. It was such a hard task. 
I mean, some weeks it was harder than others. The weeks I cheated and listened to the next week's albums. But, I mean, it's interesting for for you and I, the weeks that were harder to do that on than others uh -huh. were very different. Yes. Right? Yeah. So mine were some of the early country albums. Mm -hmm. And yes. yours were, well, my two favorites. Folklore was really easy to listen to. Evermore, I think I was just in the headspace of I need something poppy every once in a while. So I did listen to Evermore just as much as I did everything else, but I had to throw in Midnight's every once in a while. Right. Um, but yeah, it greatly impacted my Apple Music wrapped. I knew even like back in the summer that Taylor was going to be really high mm -hmm. on my list. I didn't expect her to be songs one through 15 on my top like 20 songs. Um, the next closest artist to minutes listened was like 6,000 and Taylor was at like 30. That's crazy. And I'm like, do I have a problem or did I just really remember how good her music is? And I'm going with the ladder of that I rediscovered how good mm -hmm. her music is. And like we've talked about in many episodes, I'm not ashamed to listen to her music anymore. I'm not, yes, I will gladly wear a Swifty sweatshirt right. out into public and have people look at me and say, Swifty. And I'm like, yeah, deal, deal. You can help me still, you know? So it's, it's been this whole like shift of, you know, talking and mm -hmm. um speaking up for the things that i believe in this year and you know especially in these last 10 weeks right. i feel that i've gotten much more comfortable mm -hmm. talking about those things well and when i think back to the beginning of this process when mm -hmm. uh when we started to plan this so really for us it's been probably 15 weeks yeah. of work um prepping and putting everything together the way that um, you've become more comfortable and confident mm -hmm. in, wait, no, this is a part of my work as a pastor. Yeah. And my congregation members may not listen to Taylor Swift. They may not understand it, but it doesn't mean that I have to, mm -hmm. you know, hide it or do yeah. it in secret or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I was talking to two congregation members and I was like, oh yeah, you know, tomorrow um, is podcast day. And the one person goes, podcast day? And I was like, yeah, Pastor Paige and I are doing a podcast together. What's it about? And I'm like, oh, that's right. I haven't shared with you guys what we're doing. And I was like, well, it's on Taylor Swift and Jesus. And they're like, wait, what? Tell us more. How can we listen to this? And just. I love that. that they was were just response. so excited and just like, oh, my God, that sounds amazing. And I'm like, yeah, it is pretty amazing. You know, um. And they were like, so you just started this? I'm like, actually, we're doing our last album. Right. You know, so that was really exciting. You know, mm -hmm. and even people in the conference center who have been like, so what are you doing? Let me, tell me more about this. Mm -hmm. um, you know, this sounds so interesting. So that has been really fun throughout this to just people that I think both of us sort of were like, we're not sure how it's going to be yeah. received. You know, yes, we know family and close friends will listen mm -hmm. to it and they'll support us because we're very lucky to have people around us that will support right. us with anything. But then to have the people that are just like so excited for us and have 
been sharing mm -hmm. on Facebook. So thank you to those of you that have shared on Facebook yeah. and made sure people know about this. That's just been such the huge greatest blessing when you see the notifications on Facebook and you're like, someone shared our page. <laughs> right. Or we had five more views this week. You know, like yeah, that has just been a fun thing to experience. Mm -hmm. And I think there's some a real gift in being able to take something that you know it's a cultural zeitgeist, right? Mm -hmm. Like it, it, Taylor was person of the year, right? Yes. For a reason. Yeah. And then to be able to use that to help us deepen our faith and mm -hmm. and i hope help you deepen your faith journey yeah. or even you know we've talked about some of our listeners are our taylor swift fans they're swifties and maybe they're hearing some of the jesus stories for the first time mm -hmm. and others are learning about taylor swift but you know about jesus yes right yes so one of the things that we are doing, we have some gifts for you yes. that we will uh, have links in our show notes, um, mm -hmm. is that we're making a couple Spotify playlists for yeah. you. And one of them is these are the songs that we related to different stories of Christ. Mm -hmm. And there's another one that is here are the places that we heard God in Taylor mm -hmm. Swift's music. So perhaps those are, you know, a devotional playlist of yeah, sorts yeah. for you. And then there will even be the master playlist of all the songs mm -hmm. we touched on, whether it was the God songs, the songs for our life verses for that album, or the Jesus songs. Because we mm -hmm. just want to give you all of the songs that we mm -hmm. talked about these last 10 weeks because they're amazing songs. Right. And it was interesting as I was putting that master list together to sort of be like, well, we had like five songs for debut. And then by the time we got to Midnight's, it looked like we put almost the whole playlist or like the whole list from the album. And it's like, no, we skipped maybe four or five songs. Right. But, you know, because that's how this process has changed. Mm -hmm. You know, if you just look at our show notes from debut, you will see there's sort of a little scatter mm -hmm. just sort of how we think we were talking about things. And then the next episode, they got very organized. Thank you. You're welcome. That. <laughs> that helped my type A brain. Right. <laughs> to be able to go, okay, we're going to talk about this first and then this. We need to know about the eras, mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff, you know. And laying out an outline of what each episode would look like and all uh -huh. of that. Yes. And it helped to be able to have the stories that we were going to be talking mm -hmm. about. And then also having the scripture linked right away. So if we wanted to mention this is, you know, Luke, whatever. Yeah. You know, or, hey, this story actually appears in all four Gospels. And that's very unique. Mm -hmm. Or it's only in one Gospel, which is also very unique. Yeah. You know, so that was, you know, how we sort of evolved our show notes from mm -hmm. the first time. So it'll be interesting to see how they evolve even more. Right. For next season. For next season. We're, so next season. I think we should do some recapping before we spoil what we're going to maybe do. All right. Make them, keep them, keep, keep them listening and be, watching. Right. Keep you, you in know. suspense. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think one of the things that we saw in this uh, yes. is what our favorite Jesus stories are. Uh-huh. Because there are a handful of stories that we both consistently came back to yes. over and, and over, over again. And I throughout think throughout multiple eras. Right. Right. And yeah. I think there's something about how those moments in Jesus' life really speak to us. Mm -hmm. And so 
you know, sort of an overarching theme was Holy Week. Yeah. We came back to that last week of Jesus' life mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, the farewell discourse is one that's in John. Yes. And is Jesus' con- I always describe it as the synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, tell mm-hmm. us what happened, the details of the event for the yeah. Last Supper. Mm-hmm. But John gives us the conversation that they uh-huh. had at the meal. And the farewell discourse mm-hmm. is that conversation and yeah. the things that Jesus said to reassure his um, followers, mm-hmm. to prepare them. Um, and it's there that he said important things like, you know, they will know us by our love. Yes. So, and there was another Holy Week moment we came back to over and over again. Yes. The garden. Mm-hmm. Specifically, the praying in the garden. The being left by himself in the garden. The soldiers coming and getting him in the garden. Just the garden in general was a huge theme in Speak Now, and Fearless, in Folklore and Evermore, and Midnight's. Midnight's. Midnight's was a huge theme. You know, and I think it shows the importance of how not only that story, but all of these stories that we sort of will talk about span eras. Mm -hmm. And I think that also reflects with Taylor's writing is that she has certain themes that we know she's always going to write, but they're going to grow and evolve or, you know, just be touched on very quickly or go really Mm -hmm. in depth in what she's feeling in this era. Um, You know, and I think we see that in each one of the Gospels, too, with how you were saying that, you know, the Synoptic Gospels, we get the timeline of events, these Mm -hmm. are the things that happened. But then John is like, no. Here are the conversations that happened, the questions that were asked, Mm -hmm. all of the things, and I'm like, oh. So John's folklore and evermore. Sort of. You know, the the more of the stories that have happened mm-hmm. in that time because those to me seem like more conversational with the way she has the characters right that are in there you know so you know yeah the garden was a huge and i think that's probably one of the ones that i would go back to if i didn't know what album to put stuff on i was like let's find something in the garden <laughs> well and i think the other piece of that is so much of what taylor is writing about is heartbreak mm-hmm. Yeah. Is disappointment, is the challenges of life, right? Mm -hmm. And I know for me, that moment of Jesus in the garden Mm -hmm. is one of the most most vulnerable places of of how we see Jesus in scripture. Mm -hmm. And I think Taylor's writing, all told, is vulnerable. Yeah. Um, It is very vulnerable. And, you know, we also come back to Jesus as a storyteller, right? You mentioned that. Uh Um, We, we, talked a lot about parables and we talked about folklore mm-hmm. uh, and we have other places where we talk about Jesus ability to tell a story, which again yes. is a way that they're similar, right? Like mm-hmm. Jesus and Taylor have that in common. They're both great storytellers yeah, and use the stories to speak into the world, mm-hmm. um, our needs as people or how we're feeling. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's real power in that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's definitely the power in the way that he uses stories to tell us what's going on, Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, the healing stories or the parables that he does or, you know, the sermons that he gives. 
that's all in a way of how he tells stories. Right. And, um, you know, it just makes it so much more relatable when you're mm -hmm. able to find yourself in different parts of these stories. Right. And, you know, we called this the eras of Christ. Yeah. But Jesus wasn't always the main character. Correct. Right. Yeah. We talked a lot about the other people around Jesus. Mm -hmm. uh, and probably no surprise to anyone who knows us yes. or anyone who knows a female pastor. Yeah. We talked a lot about the women. Yes. Yes. And in fact, as we were driving last week and editing um, Midnight's, I go, well, shouldn't there also be like the eras of women and we can do all of the women? And we're like, did we just come up with season four? <laughs> so spoiler, that's spoiler! coming in the future. In the future. But know that the two of us were just like, oh, that's got to be one. That's it. You know, and which is just so much fun because that means this podcast is going to evolve mm -hmm. to so many different things because we have the eras of Christ, but then we have eras of, mm-hmm what's coming next and then the heirs right. of coming next and then heirs of the women, you know? So, right. and then who knows what will be after that? Right. Because that wasn't even on our radar when we Correct. first started this project. And it was just the fact that as we're listening to her music, as we're talking and we're just like, we have talked about Mary Magdalene. We probably should have gone back and figured out how many times we actually mentioned her. I'm going to guess we mentioned her in almost every episode. I'm going to go with nine out of ten yeah. eras yeah. that we talked about Mary Magdalene. And probably the one we didn't was debut, and we yeah. talked about Mary, the mother of Jesus. Yes, yeah. so we still covered off Mary. Right. You know, but Mary Magdalene was talked about a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think that shows the woman that she was to Jesus. Right. That she's in so many of these stories. And her importance to yes. women, right? Yes. I think the other reason we told the women's stories are not just because we relate to them and their uh -huh. stories that we like, but because so much of what Taylor Swift is doing in mm -hmm. her writing, in her being, is lifting other women up. Yeah. And um, even looking at a song like Better Than Revenge, where mm -hmm. she went and changed the lyrics. Yeah. Uh, because she didn't like that she had slut-shamed someone. Uh-huh. Yeah. in the original version and um, yeah. and I think there's real uh power in that and seeing how she mm -hmm. grew yes. into no longer being competitive with other women. Uh-huh. Yeah, and how she realized, you know, Beyoncé came to the Eras mm -hmm. tour movie premiere and she then flew to London for the London premiere of right. the Beyoncé movie. And just sort of like she's even said in her time people of the year interview that we're all women doing the same thing. Why does the public keep trying to pit us together? Right. You know, or against each other rather. You know? Well, I think, and I think the best mention of that in uh -huh. the, um, with the release of the Renaissance film yeah. was actually Taylor's uh, friend, Blake Lively. Yes. Who said something about like Taylor and Beyonce being compared all summer. They both did huge stadium mm -hmm. tours and boosted economies whenever they were in the city. Right. You know, in every city they went to. Yeah. Uh, but Blake Lively kind of ended hers with, well, just wait till my album comes out. Yes. Yeah. Blake Lively is not a singer. No, but like, <laughs> but Taylor and Beyonce both give you the, oh, I could do this. Or, mm -hmm. you know, they're showing you that women can support women. 
Right. You know, and I think that's something that this podcast has given us mm-hmm. a chance to support each other in new ways. Right. Um, you know, yeah. we had been apart for several years before we were brought back together of, you know, when you were moved to mm-hmm. the area. So, you know, women supporting women. That's right. what I think 2023 has given us with the Barbie movie mm-hmm. and Taylor and Beyonce. And so hopefully we can carry that into right. 2024 yeah. of how we can still be these dynamic women, but bring everybody else up with us as we go along. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So there's another thing that happened as we were yes. filming this and, you know, it turns out that, um, today is Taylor Swift's birthday. Yes. She's 34. She's 34. And I think we talked last week about her Jesus year. I love yes. that we did the eras of Christ during Taylor's Jesus year yes. and that we wrapped it up right her as birthday. she, yeah. And yes. honestly, we didn't plan it. A little. Not really. I mean, you went out and laid out when the things were going to fall. We didn't plan for 1989 to fall on that release. That was just beautiful coincidence. And we didn't plan on wrapping this up. Yeah. You know, when we laid out our episodes. Because I counted wrong. Right, right. (laughs) I thought midnight's was going to be today. I mean, I think you also assumed maybe we'd take Thanksgiving week off. But we couldn't. We couldn't. We couldn't because... Add one more thing to our plate. <laughs> well, and you know, it's time we get to hang out. We yes, do things together. Which is such a hardship. Right. It's terrible. For us to have to hang out together. It's terrible. Yes. Yeah. So we also, we talked about the women. Yes. A lot. All of the women, Mary and mm-hmm. Martha, the Canaanite woman, the woman at the well. Uh, but we also talked about Jesus' friends. Yeah, we did. So you met both of our favorite disciples. Yes. So um, you met Mary Magdalene, as we've already mentioned. Yes. She's my favorite disciple. Come at me. Tell me she's not a disciple. She is. She, she is. is. The apostle to the apostles. Uh, but yours, in addition to Mary, yes. is Peter. Yes. Peter. Oh, I love him so much because I see myself in him so much. Yeah. Um, in the way that he questioned, in the way that he just needed to know the wise. You know, yes, he was so sure in his call. And it's sort of like his body and his brain were just like, what? Right. (laughs) After that moment of sort of like, I need to now question everything. Like, why are we calling these people? Do we really need them? Or, but why do we need to do this? And no, I'm never going to betray you or deny you. I know who you are. I don't know that man. Right. And I'm like, oh, wow, look, college, Megan. Right. I don't know who you're talking about. Well, and I think, you know, so yes, Peter, there's a huge part of it. Also him being a fisherman. Uh My dad's name was Peter. He was a fisherman. He asked a lot of questions, you know, so there's a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we also talked about Judas. We did. He came through several um, eras as well. He did. And I think that speaks to Taylor processing mm-hmm. the ways she's felt betrayed. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Judas as sort of being that image, mm-hmm. the archetypal betrayer. Yeah. Um, and so I think we we got him a lot. Yes. And so while we're on this topic of the disciples, yes. of the disciples and the people around Jesus, when I told a good friend of mine about what we were doing, uh, 
he had said, oh my gosh, you should do um, a song for every disciple. And, challenge accepted. Right? And so we've been thinking about this. We've molded over. Uh, mm -hmm. And so we want to share with you our disciple tracks. So yes. this is the, and we'll put this on a playlist as well on Spotify. Yes. But this is the playlist of the disciples and friends yes. of Jesus. Yes. So maybe your lesser known disciples. Right. <laughs> I mean, they're not named as among the 12, but they're Correct. important. Yes. Right. Yes. So just as important. Why don't we start with your favorite? What song does Peter Long get? live. <sighs> yep. He's long live. Why? Why do you think he's long live? Um, oh, goodness. We didn't go over this part of it. Um, just because he's through all the memories. He's through everything. Mm -hmm. He's with the good. He's with the bad. And he's now going to tell everybody about Jesus. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. So long live is definitely Peter. He was the first pope, too, right? Yeah. So that's the other piece that he helped sort of build the church. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In that way. Yeah. So then we have uh, Peter's brother, yes. Andrew. Yes. Andrew was among the first called, so we gave him New Romantics. Yeah. Yeah. So New Romantics is, you know, the new way people are loving and mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, Matthew, we have everything has changed because Matthew was a tax collector mm -hmm. and tax collectors were looked down upon. Then because a lot of them were greedy and mm -hmm. took more than they were supposed to. And everyone was sort of like, why are you calling him? And Jesus goes, Matthew. Yeah. Follow me. And Matthew handed over his keys, handed over all of his tax collector mm -hmm. stuff and went and followed Jesus. So everything, everything changed. has changed. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now the next two yes. we, we combined. So there are two brothers. They're called the sons of Zebedee yes. or so the, the th sons of thunder. Yes. Uh, they're James and John. Mm -hmm. So together now this is, I'm a twin. I think I've shared this. I always hated when my sister and I got shared. Yes. Yeah. But sorry, James and John, you're getting some shared songs. So the first is because they were the sons of thunder. Mm -hmm. You need to calm down. Yes. Yes. Uh, and the second is the great war. Yes. And we gave them the great war because the two of them have a debate over who is more important to Jesus. Mm -hmm. so, so very much in the great war. Yes. Yes. Um, Philip. Oh, yeah. Philip. So Philip is... Uh, one of the disciples who uh, sees somebody with uh, to share the food at yes. the feeding of the 5,000. Yes, he's the one that picks up the little boy and mm -hmm. goes, you know, here's this little boy that will help us feed, but he's only got, you know, a couple loaves and some fish. Right. And so we said, I can see you. Mm-hmm. Because he could see the little boy. I like yes, it. Yes, yes. Uh, the next one is maybe my favorite. There are several ones as we were doing this earlier. We were just like, who is that? Right. And then so Paige would have to go through and like read all of the history of what we have of that disciple. Mm -hmm. And then it was some of them are very tongue in cheek of like, mm -hmm, yep. And then some of them were just like blame out funny. Right. Because. So next up is Bartholomew. I forgot that you existed. Because we sometimes forget that he is part of the 12. Right. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Then Thomas. So Thomas is the doubter. He's yeah. the one who at Jesus, 
after Jesus' resurrection, says, show me your hands. Yeah, because he misses when Jesus comes the first time. Mm -hmm. And all the disciples are saying, oh, my God, Jesus came back. And Thomas is like, okay. No body, no crime. <laughs> so no body, no crime is Thomas's trap. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Then there is a second James. He's often called James the Lesser, which is allegedly because he was either younger or shorter than the other James. James the Lesser. Interesting. So we gave him Invisible from the first <laughs> album. Because he's known as the other James right. or the Lesser mm -hmm. James. So Invisible. Right. Uh, then we have Thaddeus. Yes. And I like disciple Thaddeus. Right. Right. <laughs> yep. There was Thaddeus. Um, but he had another name. And now yes. I've completely. Oh, he was also Judas. Yes. But Judas. The other Judas. Yes. The other Judas. So we gave him, I wish you would. Yes. Uh, then we have Simon the Zealot, not Simon Peter. Correct. Right, because Peter is Simon Peter. Mm -hmm. This is Simon the Zealot. Uh -huh. So, and um, many people think he was either among the political party, the Zealots. Yes. Or he was just like deeply passionate and so excited. And we'd already given you could calm down to the sons of Zebedee. So he gets jump, then fall. Uh huh. Which then leads us to our 12th disciple, Judas Iscariot. The Judas. one that betrays him, the one that has just been in so many eras, which means he gets several songs right. because every time I think we mention this to people and we mentioned, oh, yeah, we're going to do disciple tracks and we're going to do them for Judas. And they were like, did you include this? And we're like, you're going to have to wait and see. Right. But thank you for that suggestion because it was brilliant. Right. So he's got a few. Yes. Right. So first, uh, look what you made me do. This is why we can't have nice things. We are never, ever getting back together. And bad blood. I mean, you know, Judas is, frankly, he's such an important character. Yes. Yes, yes the other 11 are very important. And, yes. And it is miraculous that Jesus, a 33-year-old man, had 12 good friends. But Judas, because he's the one that hurt Jesus, mm -hmm. becomes so much so important and is so related to mm -hmm. what inspires taylor to yes. write so yes yeah yeah so judas gets a whole bunch right but then we have the friends that yeah. we talked about a lot but then we also think that some of these people were with him throughout um but it's probably one of the first ones that I was very excited about was Nicodemus. Right. And you gave him a song last week. I did give him a song. He gets to keep it. So he gets to keep it. Question. Because he came in the middle of the night to ask Jesus questions. Mm -hmm. so. um, then Mary Magdalene. And you may remember a few weeks ago, we introduced you to the Gospel of Mary. Mm -hmm. And so some of what she says there, but also just because of who she was, she gets the man. Yes. Yes. And then we have Martha. And she gets tolerated. Which I think is great because Jesus just tolerated her buzzing around. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, and her setting out the fancy stuff. Right. To yeah. be able to set the table for Jesus and all of the guys. Yeah. And then we have her sister who yeah. sat at Jesus' feet, this Mary. Uh-huh. Uh, she gets when Emma falls in love because when Emma falls in love, 
that's all she focuses on, uh-huh. right? And the whole world changes. Yeah. 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 Yep. So then we have Mother Mary and immediately when Pedro's like, okay, Mother Mary, and I'm like bigger than the whole sky. Yeah. Because her love for her son is mm-hmm. bigger than anything. Right. Absolutely. Well, so then yes. if we're going to do Mother Mary, we yes. need to do his earthly father. Yes, his earthly father. And Paige, you're the one that suggested this song that I thought was brilliant. <laughs> so Joseph, the, you know, Jesus, earthly father. Now, I'm going to add something that isn't on our list. <gasps> I know. Okay. But remember, Joseph is a dreamer. Oh, he is. Yes. Like the other Joseph in Genesis, also a dreamer. Probably yeah. we'll talk about that later. So maybe Wildest yeah. Dreams. Ooh, yes. But because he had some wild dreams. He had some wild dreams. And probably didn't want to sleep multiple, right? multiple times. Yeah. But the song that is actually his. Mm-hmm. It should have said no. <laughs> but should he have? Well, I mean, he thinks Mary should have said no. She couldn't have. Yeah. Uh, she probably could have. She could have. But She could have. Yes. But that's a conversation for another time, I'm sure. Probably when we get to the women... The eras of the women. Right. You know. So then this this man, we haven't, I don't think, mentioned yet. He was called a secret disciple. Yes. Uh, his name is Joseph of Arimathea. He is mentioned in John's gospel mm-hmm. and gives Jesus his tomb mm-hmm. for where Jesus' body will rest. Yes. And he comes alongside Nicodemus mm-hmm. when Nicodemus comes back in the night once again Yeah. to remove Jesus from the cross mm-hmm. and to place him in Joseph's of Arimathea's tomb, mm-hmm. which is why we give him Joseph of Arimathea daylight. Daylight. Yep. And then we can't leave out the first evangelist, the yes. woman at the well. Yes. And this, I think you picked right from the uh-huh. beginning. So mm-hmm. what song does the woman at the well get? Enchanted. Enchanted because she was enchanted to meet Jesus and Jesus was enchanted to meet her. It's awesome. It's, yeah, I, so it's one of my favorite stories in the Bible. It's one of my favorite moments of Jesus just sort of defying mm-hmm. society's expectations and showing how he can rewrite the book. Right. And in this one moment when he's talking to the Samaritan woman, the woman at the well, he rewrites everything. Yeah. And it's, it's just such a beautiful thing. So we, I think we would have to say it's Enchanted, Taylor's version. Yes. Oh, and the Canaanite woman gets yes. better man. Yes. Yes. So we're going to slide that one in. Yes. The, yes. the Canaanite woman or the Syrophoenician woman, as yes. she's called. Because we've called her both things on the podcast. Right. We talked about her mm-hmm. with both names. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, better man. Like she yeah. gets that one. So while we're talking about favorites. Yes, yes. We found a great, really fun tool that hacks has you rank and compare your favorite albums, your favorite songs yes. of Taylor Swift's. So uh, we each did this. We spent a lot of time last week doing this. We will put the link in the show notes because mm. the two of us, she Paige started hers just a little bit before me. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while I'd hear, what do you mean they put these two songs together? How am I supposed to pick? How can I choose between blah, blah, blah and blah, blah, blah? You know, so it was very difficult to choose your ranking for your songs. And then I think, you know, I had picked what my 
what I thought my top 10 albums were. Mm -hmm. When um, we finished this last week, the week before, I was like, okay, this is how I think I would rank them. Mm -hmm. And then when I did it, it was pretty close to what my things were. And then I also did the top five, the top ranks for the track fives. Oh, right. I didn't do the track fives. Okay. I mean, I spent a lot of time on the songs. We we both did. So, well, let's do the albums. What was your favorite album? So, I thought it was going to be 1989. Mm -hmm. But I'm not surprised by what it is because 1989 and this one are probably real, real close. Mm -hmm. So, my number one album is Speak Now. And I would fully support yeah. this. Um, yeah, this album, I think I was so excited for the re-release of it um, because it has some of my favorite songs on it. Right. And so, yeah, so this this is number one for me, followed by 1989, Lover, Fearless, Midnight, Folklore, Evermore, Reputation, Red, and Debut. And those might change when the re-releases come out for Reputation and Debut. That's true. That's true. And, you know, I think that my favorite will come as uh, no surprise to anyone. No. Mm -mm. It wasn't a surprise to me. And, in fact, my top four, Uh I predicted almost exactly. Yes, you did. So my uh, number one is Folklore. Color me surprised. I know. It's, well, we can't color it. It's a black and white album. Yes. I, I mean, obviously you guys know this. You heard me talk about it. Yeah. I mean. I mean, our first episode, you talked about it. Yeah. Which is why I thought it would be 1989 for mine, because that's where my life first is from. Right. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, first Folklore, second Evermore. It's twin. And now these two, I think I would have guessed the other way, but it okay. makes sense, is Midnight's and then Reputation. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you, Genevieve, for introducing me to Reputation, because yeah. it really has become one of my favorites, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, so then number five is 1989, then Lover, then Red, Speak Now, Fearless, and Taylor Swift. Yeah. So you'll notice the country albums are my bottom three. Mm-hmm. But if you made me compare these other things... You know, yeah. I think she still gets a pretty good ranking. Yes. Um, yes. So then our favorite songs. That was really interesting. That I was very interesting. I wasn't sure what it would be for me. Yeah. I figured my one that's the top one would be within the top five. Mm-hmm. But as I'm looking at them now, and it's it's interesting because they will give you like a tie. Mm-hmm. Like if you had a tie for this Right. Number. And I did have a tie. For I had my first song. several ties. So my first song, I think, is very appropriate because it's also my life first mm-hmm. song from that very first episode where we introduced you all right to yeah. our life verses is You Are in Love. Mm. And I I just still love that song so much. And hearing the re-release of it on 1989, I think made me fall in love with that song. Yeah. Even more because you know she's grown up since she recorded mm-hmm. it. And yep. she's experienced love. Mm-hmm. We think and loss. She, and loss. And, you know, and then Exile, Seven, Enchanted, The Best Day, 15, Never Grew Up. Those were all tied. And then You Belong With Me, Marjorie, and Evermore. I think that also means I need to start listening to Bonavir. 
I think so. two of the songs on there feature Bonavir. But also, yeah. I think that you ranked um, Folklore too low. I probably did. Because, you know, a couple of Folklores yeah. are in your top 10. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, and I think Folklore is one that could probably switch. Right. Like, like I think it's really close to Midnight. Okay. You know, so. Depends yeah. on your mood. I think it depends on my mood and also, you know, what's going on. Like, right. do I need more of the singer songwriting or do I need the pop dance in the kitchen? Right. Yeah. It's hard to dance to folklore Aww. if I don't have an orange ball. For Come Willow. on. You can dance to anything. You can. That's true. You can dance yes. to anything. Yes. So I had a tie for my first. Yes, you did. Um, And I think if you've listened, it's not going to be a shock mm -hmm. um but mirror ball and new year's day mm -hmm. um and you know new year's day is on reputation it's it was one that yeah. when i heard it i went oh. mm -hmm. it just speaks so i don't know it's beautiful and yeah. and same with mirror ball but then we get champagne problems uh-huh the last great american dynasty because mm -hmm. that's just a great song uh mad woman yep then the man then back to December. Mm -hmm. Then tis the darn season. Yeah. Um, illicit affairs, and this is me trying. Tell me your two favorite <laughs> albums are not greatly influenced by your top ten songs. I mean, maybe a little. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of 1989 and Speak Now on mine. That's true. You know, that's true. So I think, and it was like I said, I wasn't exactly sure how it was going to come out. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So it's very interesting how the person that put it together, mm -hmm. I don't know how they figured out how to put songs together. Well, I you think know? that in the end, they end up matching every single song. Mm -hmm. You compare every one song to every song until yes. you get some, it's clear. Yeah. So there was some clarity, you know, with mine, I think I only did some number of pairs but there are more pairs that you can end mm -hmm. up doing yeah so um but the it was just a really neat process it was it was very interesting to see how it ended up and they update it with every new re-release mm -hmm. or new album that comes out so you know when we get reputation taylor's version and debut taylor's version that will change yeah when we get the elusive 11th album that will change right. you know so or the the triplet to folklore and evermore who yeah. knows what's coming who knows where next. that album is right know? oh my goodness well you know what's interesting now is you know yes. your life first song was mm -hmm. your number one yes you ranked my life first song higher than i did really mine was like 15 13 uh -huh. 15 it was in my top 20 for sure um but marjorie didn't quite get into my top yeah. seven and and i don't think it has for me it doesn't have anything to do with the life verse piece mm -hmm. i think that it sort of the whole mess yeah. of some of these other songs yeah yeah um so speaking of life verses yes now that we've re-listened to the whole yes. thing would you stick with your original life verse it's song 15 versus 45 and 46 which i believe are um her talking about writing love songs and mm -hmm. this is why i spent my whole life writing love songs i think that's it please don't quote me on it go back and look at my instagram post with it to be sure um 
but yeah, I think I would still pick that okay. as my thing. Yeah. Um, because that is still the love I'm searching for mm-hmm. is the, the love that's written about in stories, but not just in the 18, 1989 version in all of Taylor's. Right. Because do you want she, the, you're she, losing me love? Yeah. No, no, no. But like, there's so many ways she describes love. And I think mm-hmm. that's one of the things I love about her writing is that you have the, you know, puppy dog first love, the, isn't he just wonderful? Like rosy and sunshiny and your cheeks just hurt because you're smiling all the time. Mm-hmm. But then you have the love that's complex and full of all the ups and mm-hmm. downs of life. And then you have the love that changes you. Right. You know, the love that makes you better. And yeah, in a way, you, you're you losing me, I think, is her way of saying, I've changed. We don't work together anymore. Mm-hmm. You're not fighting for me anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, so I want the opposite of that. I want the love where the guy is going to fight for me, is going to fight for us, is mm-hmm. going to make our relationship a priority right you know so yeah i'm still the hopeless romantic i was 12 episodes ago are we surprised family's going no no christine's going no lauren's going no like but and i think it's because that's i see some of my best friends with Mm -hmm. that that is what my parents had it's what my grandparents had Mm -hmm. you know i was blessed to have amazing examples of this all-consuming challenging life altering love mm-hmm. so yeah i'm sticking with it you're sticking with it i'm sticking with all it all right what about you Paige? um so i picked marjorie um you know and i've got my my power polite never be so polite that you forget your power mm-hmm. and never wield such power that you forget to be polite yeah and i keep it but i add to it okay so um and i think this is because of our experience at the movie so if we shared mm-hmm that we saw the movie together um, and -hmm. that it was on the 10th anniversary of losing my mom. And as we listened to Marjorie, I I just, I mean, I wasn't expecting it, but there were- I I was not expecting it either. All the cheers. Um, And it was the first line that put me there. Mm -hmm. And it, so the never be so kind that you forget to be clever Mm -hmm. and never be so clever that you forget to be kind. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that was my mom. She was kind, but she was witty. She was funny. Yeah. She, and so I think for that, uh, I would add just do both mm-hmm. of them yeah. um, with it because I still think it's an important lesson. Yes. Um, but there's probably some stuff from Lover I would pull yeah. out too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I I posed this question to Paige as we were prepping for this episode, mm-hmm. and I was like, what if we talked about what our life like is our life verse mm-hmm. still the same? Just like, did you change yours? I was like, no, but I think I'd also add every other song that we've talked about that right. we've picked as our life first because we have learned so mm-hmm. much about ourselves in this process. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about how I've processed a lot of grief, whether it be friends or family throughout this. Was not expecting no. that as we first started this. Um, you know, of but also celebrating the people in our lives mm-hmm. that have been with us through the hard times mm-hmm. and the good times and have celebrated us and have helped us live long, you right. know? So yeah, this, this whole process, I, 
think we talked about it. I was a little hesitant when we first mm -hmm. started this of how it was going to look and how it was going to turn out. But this, as I've told many people, has been the greatest joy. It has been every so week fun. Of, you know, I'm like, ugh. Tuesday's my first day of the week because I take Monday as my mm -hmm. Sabbath. So yeah. Tuesday's always just like, oh, but then it's like, oh, but I get to hang out with Paige on Wednesday. Wednesday. And we get to do things together and we get to sit in the coffee shop and then we're going to sit and plan Taylor and we're going to talk about Jesus and Taylor, two things that we're like obsessed with and just love. And if you would have told me back in July, like when Paige moved down here that we were going to spend 12 weeks talking about Taylor Swift and Jesus Christ. I've been like, we're, we're going to do what? And we're going to say it's work and it's ministry and you're going to be excited about it. And I would have been like, you're crazy. Well, and it's so funny because I've been mulling this idea mm -hmm. of the eras of Christ for months. Like, yeah. And trying to figure out how it fit, where it fit. And we were hanging out, uh -huh. and I saw that you had Taylor Swift albums. And I yeah. went, are you a Taylor Swift fan? Uh -huh. And then it was a couple weeks later, you were going into a program I did last year. Mm -hmm. And I went, I looked at, actually, my boyfriend and I had been talking about it. And I looked at him, I said, it's a podcast. And it's with Megan. I have to tell her. And I uh -huh. sent her a text. And... Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. So all of these weeks later, it's yes. been so fun. And we don't want it to end. We don't. So guess what? It's not. It's not going to. We're going to take a short little break because, as we mention every episode, we are pastors. And we are in one of the two really busy seasons yep. of the church. Mm -hmm. We are in the midst of Advent. Yep. In just 11 days is Christmas. Um. Paige and I might have to write several sermons between now and then and finish planning worship. So the podcast is going to take a pause. We are. There, there might be some surprises sprinkled in in the next couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. um, the new season will start in the new year. Yes. And we're going to keep looking at the eras. Yes. Album by album, but we are going to... Uh, look in a different part, different parts of scripture. Insert drum roll really badly here. Right. Uh, for the eras of God. Yes. And looking at how God's relationship with humanity and how humanity's relationship with God has grown and shifted and mm -hmm. evolved over time. So I'm so excited to dive into Which that. Which means we're going to be looking at a whole new part of the Bible yeah. as well. Um, so that means we get the Old Testament or the Hebrew Bible mm -hmm. and the New Testament to sort of explore yeah. and not just be limited to four books. Right. Which will be amazing. This so, will be so fun. Because there have definitely been times where it's like, oh, oh, we can't use that story yet. Oh, oh, we can't use that story mm -hmm. yet. Because it fits in something else. Right. So yeah, so the eras of God will be coming in January. Yeah, and we'll have um, a third season that we're planning out. And as Megan mentioned, we'll look at the women in a fourth season. Yeah. So we are so excited to keep doing this with you. I'm not sure our families are excited for us to continue to obsessively listen to Taylor. Sorry, not sorry. Mom and auntie have gotten used to it. They're Auntie will get in the car and she'll see that we're listening to a specific album. She goes, oh, is that the album you guys are talking about next week? And I'm like, yes, it is in fact. It's so true. She's, we're starting to pick up those things, but um, we might have a surprise 
for next week. Yeah, we'll see how the week goes. Depends on how much we both get written. Yes, yes. Um, and we, again, this has just been a yes. joy and a pleasure to be on this journey together mm -hmm. and with you. And because we're continuing, please continue to tell people about this. Yes. That maybe they can um, find their way um, into a healthier faith or mm -hmm. a space of hope and love be because of Taylor Swift of all people. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And, you know, make sure you continue to follow us along mm -hmm. on our social medias, on Facebook and Instagram, because I know we'll be posting things throughout um, yeah. and continue to listen to us on wherever you find your podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google, Google Playlist, Podbean, <laughs> um, or you can sit and watch us, Hi Auntie, on YouTube. Yeah. Um, show notes, as always, are on our website, pastorswifties.com. Mm -hmm. You can leave comments there. You can send us messages. What did you like this season? What didn't you like this season? What do you wish we talked more mm -hmm. about? Um, do you like how we put songs with certain stories? Did you not like how we put songs with certain stories? Help us build season two. Right. And again, are there stories we missed? Yes. Um, but I also want to remind you to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. When the playlists are done, we'll mm -hmm. link to them there, but we'll link to them on our website and in yes. the show notes as we're able to. So uh, we encourage you, invite you to listen to the playlists uh, in the meantime. Yes. And we are so excited to come back in 2024 with the eras of God. Yes. So Paige, will you lead us in one last PS prayer? Yes. Here's a prayer from your Pastor Swifties. Friends, may you live long, know your place in this world. May you turn to God in midnights and mornings. May you know the love that God has for you, whether you have champagne problems or you are a mad woman. May you know that love. May you feel that love. May you share that love. God, we give you thanks for all that you have given us, including your son, Jesus, and your daughter, Taylor Swift. Amen. Go in peace. Take the daylight with you wherever you go. And make sure you have love in your heart and for all of God's people. Bye. Bye. Bye.